Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of My Violet Tendencies with me, Marvelous Matt Nix. And, uh, you know, I haven't posted an episode in, uh, in a couple weeks now, and, you know, unless you've been living under a rock, you probably know what's been going on in the world, and, you know, between the, you know, civil unjust and all these protests and, and looting and riots that followed, and and all these people speaking up in the wrestling industry about, you know, sexual abuse, you know, it just didn't, it didn't feel right to post content and, and, you know, try to pretend that the world is, is fine and normal when, you know, in fact, it, it is not fine and normal. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people dealing with a lot of pain right now. And, you know, I just, I felt, you know, it was an appropriate time to just take a break and, you know, because of that, this this episode that I recorded with uh, with this week's guest, Kenny Sutra, you know, the, the content of our conversation is a little dated, but uh, it's still a good still a good conversation with a good friend, and uh, hopefully we keep it a little lighthearted. Uh, you know, we do talk about the COVID stuff still. That's that's always going to be relevant, and you know, um, hopefully we can get back on track with posting episodes every week again. Uh, doing my best to uh, just you know stay sane and uh, you know not uh, not going crazy over here. Uh, we're doing the best we can. Uh, if you haven't already, Pro Wrestling Tees is having a Fourth uh, of July sale. So if if you wanted to get yourself any kind of merchandise from any of your favorite wrestlers, you can now use the promo code America uh, and get twenty percent off your order. And if you decide to buy anything from my store, uh, I'm going to be donating the proceeds um, to charity and uh, to a charity in, in Chicago that, you know, donates their funds to uh, helping uh, black and brown youths, uh, f- you know, fight against violence here in Chicago. So, uh, yeah, this week's guest, Kenny Sutra. Uh, I don't actually remember... <laughs> anything what we talked about other than that i think we talk about video games for a second too but i don't know uh hopefully you guys enjoy this one and uh yeah next week's gonna be another good one too you know me well yeah i mean i didn't know the process behind any of this i mean there's barely any process right there yeah there's barely, yeah. There's barely a process anymore. It's kind of Skype. <laughs> oh, so Skype's made it so easy. <laughs> I know. I I just kind of jumped into it, you know. Much like anything that I try, I do it first, probably poorly uh, organized, and then figure yeah. out later what you have to fix. Oh well, yeah. I mean that makes sense. Like that was like, um, like the YouTube videos that I make, you know, the gaming channels and, uh, like Maddox did a podcast and all that. Like they all kind of have the same advice, which is kind of just like do a bunch of shows and then, uh, learn from them and then throw them out and then redo stuff because the first ones are going to suck no matter what. But once you get some of the practice in, like it gets a little bit smoother down the road. So I guess that makes enough sense. Yeah. And like, with doing it this way, like I've I've been doing since I started doing this podcast, I've I've been doing it like with people that I'm I get you know get in the same room with or just like you know we're in the car or something, 
Um, and then I just like, you know, do whatever, but like, obviously with everybody being quarantined in their homes and stuff, it's kind of been a little bit harder to get one-on-one with people. Thankfully with Skype, you, there's like, you know, the way you can do like the video, the video chatting and rip the, rip the video off of this. And I could take the audio and put that into the podcast form. And then the video goes up on YouTube. It's, it's been pretty sweet. Good. I suppose. So, how have you been, man? I feel like I haven't seen you in. I feel like you haven't seen the outside world in uh, <laughs> in quite some time with that beard there. Yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of everybody. Um, I I work like I do accounts payable for a uh, home builder, which in Illinois is deemed an essential uh, industry. So, like, I'm still working Monday through Friday. Um, I kind of have the option to work from home or go into the office, and it's it's actually really nice. There's only like Whenever I show up, there's like four people at the office. So everything is pretty spread apart. Like I've got my own room. I basically have like my own wing of like the of the uh, uh, workspace. So that's really nice. Um, so no one has said anything about the beard there. And then everyone here like has, you know, I don't care about those opinions. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure your mom loves it. Oh, she's <laughs> I was asking her about um you know, if and when I do something about this, if I kind of go back to the mustache, but have like the extenders come down here. <laughs> I'm all for this. Yeah. And yeah, I, I don't think she's a huge fan of it. We'll see. I don't know. There's either that or like the, the snidely whiplash, you know? Yeah. See, I like, I wish I could grow like decent facial hair like this. This is kind of the best I can do. And like it, when it gets a little bit longer, it just looks like gross, gross scraggly. Yeah. So I've just kind of been like trimming it here and there. I got like my own little pair of clippers at home and uh, yeah, but I, I mean, I, uh, I do, I dream about having like a big uh, Grizzly Adams beard like that. I'm sure See, and it's, it's like funny. A... It's funny because like you could grow your hair out long and then when I do that, it curls in like Justin Bieber and then it just kind of like does that and it doesn't grow like the right way. So we're like, you know, like opposite halves there. Grass is always greener. Yeah, right. <clears throat> So, uh, well, so with, uh, with quarantine and stuff and that, I know you, we were talking through text message about like you finding ways to stay, stay in shape, working out and stuff like that. What's kind of some of your, uh, your process been there? Um, well, it's actually really nice. Like I, uh, um, I've been, I, I was searching on like the, uh, you know, Facebook marketplace, like relentlessly and, uh, everybody was either like, oh, we're selling, uh, two plates for $300, no, no bar or like something like, like, just like crazy extortion. Shit. Yeah. Like, so I Kettle kept searching for a thousand. Yeah. So I kept searching and searching. And then like, I saw one from, uh, like literally like 15 minutes from my house in Joliet. And it was like, you know, it was around like 220 pounds ish plus like a really shitty bar plus like a curl bar. And it was kind of like, all right, well, let's go for it, you know? And, like, I, I showed up, and I didn't get mugged, and, like, now I have, like, a whole, like, set of weights downstairs. So, like, it's – I got really, really lucky with that. I just kind of kept searching and searching till I found something, and I got all that for, like, 300 So, like, I, you know, didn't super break the bank on it. Uh, it's the only thing I've spent my stimulus money on so far. I've been saving everything else up. That's good. That's very yeah. good. But, like, I, I'll go – I'll come downstairs. Like, I work – until uh, about seven seven thirty every night i'll start lifting tonight i'll start lifting every night around 10 you know maybe a little bit earlier if possible um but i do that monday through friday a little bit on the weekend sometimes just i mean it's keeping busy like that's how i'm filling my time you know 
And then I've got a, a three-year-old, so I'm like, you know, kind of playing with him and, you know, during in between that. And then he was actually downstairs with me earlier, like uh, walking around with one of my 15-pound uh, dumbbells. <laughs> getting, you know. his, getting his workout in. Yeah, yeah. I'm teaching him, teaching him young. God. And, uh, and that's also cool, too, because like you said, it, it, you know, $300 for all that stuff. But that's like an investment because like you could use that forever, you know, as, or as long as, you know, you don't have to just use it during quarantine. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> like my, my dad was kind of like giving me shit for it. It's like, Oh, I just think it's a waste. I'm like, do you understand how much those go for? It's like, it's like two bucks a pound, like in a lot of places, you know, like they're not, they're not the best shape, but I mean, if I repainted them, I can sell them for twice that, you know, if I wanted to. Yeah. And yeah, like in case like, you know, when like the second wave of this hits in two months, like now I can, I've already got it all set up and ready to go. You know? <laughs> God. And, uh, what, uh, we like recently we've been having like some like wild downpours of rain and, uh, yes. like it, like flooding everywhere. And I saw the, the pictures you posted from like the backyard there that like the water level from that, that retention pond, like raised significantly. Like, is it, is it getting dangerously close to the house there or is it like no I, I mean i'm I'm built like all the way on top of like a hill so i mean like it has a long way to go and then like the other side is lower so you know like we won't ever be touched but i mean like just like just how high it raised up was insanity um i don't know if like you post like pictures or whatever but if you have anything like i'll send it and you can put it whatever it, or not like it was just like if you can't see it like it was very very high up like a hill and it should not have been that way. <laughs> like we have like Dude, a it's... bird feeder. We have like a bird feeder, like maybe twenty yards, maybe no, not yet, like like fifteen yards, maybe from like the regular water line. And I mean, the water line was like another like ten yards past that by the time we are done. It's actually raining and thundering again right now. Mm. Uh, tornado warning siren just went off. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Yeah, twenty twenty's been a hell of a year so far. <laughs> Yeah, we were, I was talking with some of my friends about how, um, you know, it seems like this year is getting like progressively like more dangerous bosses, almost like a video game. (laughs) And, um, you know, like they just talked about yesterday where there's like, there might be like a parallel type universe thing. And um, my my money right now, um, I think the final boss for 2020 is going to be uh, Old Faithful, uh, Yellowstone, uh, just kind of finally. Oh, God. Could you imagine? Could you imagine that, like, that super caldera there in Yellowstone National Park that, like, they say, I mean, it's going to erupt at some point. They, a, they, they, they say, say it's, it's already overdue. It's a couple yeah. of years, like, <laughs> it's Dude. ready. And they said, like, that the ash cloud from that would cover as far east as, like, is definitely past Chicago. Like, we would definitely get, like, covered in that shit. Oh, good. Well, it's going to take out the entire country. Like, it'll hit, like, Britain, honestly. It'll it'll definitely, and I think that they were saying like it has the potential of like spewing ash clouds so high up into our atmosphere that it would like definitely affect like global weather and like cover like cover like a, like a big basically like a big blanket of cloud for years. Decades, yeah, oh no. I mean Mount St Helens was you know a fraction of the size, and I mean like the blast from that was insane. I can't, uh, even, so, I can't yeah, even imagine. I can't even imagine anything worse than what's right now. But I mean, I guess that would be it. Yeah, I think that'll do it, honestly. I'd prefer the virus at that point. <laughs> God, I don't know if you saw too, like with all the flooding and stuff, like back by back in like Justice area, like right over by like uh, 79th and Roberts Road, like it was like 
waist deep high water oh, like yeah. on the I'm streets sure that there. Little underpass going into summit was entirely underwater because that's always the first one yeah, yeah, I saw some pictures that that people were posting, like just like uh, like on Roberts Road, just by like where Wilkins was, uh-huh. just like cars, like cars with the water level, like like almost like covering the entire car. I was like, holy shit, <laughs> man! Like, first of all, who who thinks that that's a good idea to drive through that? They see standing water and they're like, I, I can make it, and then they go, and then it's then they're fucked. Yeah, there cars. Was, there's a couple roads out uh, out this way, uh, in between Naperville and Plainfield. Um, where like driving home uh, from Naperville, like I have to take a different route home just because like it was all flooded up one day. God, yeah, I seen like a lot of like people that live out in that area posting about like the 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 flooding and stuff like that, and then I'm I'm like worried too because like we're supposed to get like rain for the next week now, and <laughs> of course I mean I don't know I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, well, I mean it's uh. What what was it biblically, right? We got like thirty two more days of rain or something like that. Oh yeah. The yeah, I'm not I'm not forty days and forty nights. I'm not yeah, I'm not well versed in my Bible verses, but I think that's something something along those lines. It was in there somewhere, yeah. When do we get the locusts? Uh oh, that's, that's well, the actually there's cicadas are coming out. There's oh. literally just a report of the the seventeen year cicadas are about to uh start unburrowing. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Oh well, we got the plague, yeah. the the plague of of the the corona. I think locusts in Africa too. I could be wrong on that, but I believe. So we get we Plus get the, the murder hornets. I don't know if those count or if that's like the upgraded version. Yeah, they those are basically leveled up versions of these fucking cicadas. <laughs> what was it? so? What were like? Okay, if we're talking about this, um, when when the 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 what is it? The Israelites were were trying to get out of Egypt. Oh and they were like, yo, you got to let our people go. And the Pharaoh's mm-hmm. like, fuck you guys. You belong to me. You're my slaves. Um, and they're like, okay, that's cool and all. But if you don't let us go, God's going to fuck you guys super hard with these plagues. Mm-hmm. And wasn't it? It was disease was the first one, right? Or, oh, I, 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 went to, I went to Saturday school the same amount you did. So I know. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember now. That's, uh, that's actually the, the place where we started actually talking. Like, you know. Back in... Uh, Back in Saint Fabian. Friendship. Um, um, I'm well, trying I to mean, remember Simpsons version of it. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, right. Um, I don't know. I remember like the, the 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 last one was the firstborns, which I mean, if you think about it, like the coronavirus is affecting like the eldest people, so that's yeah. kind of a weird thing. I'm gonna look, literally look it up right now, but keep talking. You no, know, I mean, I, I really don't know past the plagues. I know there's locusts. I know there was uh, like some kind of famine. Um, I don't know if that was just, I don't think it was heat related, but it was some kind of famine, like the water evaporated or something. I, I'm not super well versed in it. Um, hold on, let's see. Well, uh, I don't even know what I would search. Egyptian Bible curse? Just, just do like the, <laughs> the, the, oh boy, the Egypt plagues curses. or whatever. Well, Oh, the plague of e- the plagues of Egypt. Okay, here we go. Um, I was expecting this uh, this to go. Yeah. Oh, it's going, it's going. So the first one was the the waters turned to blood. Oh, that's right. Did we get that? I don't know. Um, yeah, we might have to pass on that one. It might just be out of order this time. <laughs> we'll just say that the water turns to blood. That's the equivalent of um, the oh, there was like that. Like 
bacteria algae that was in Florida that was like like oh that like colored the water or whatever yeah it was like hurt I mean that wasn't this year but that was like semi recently uh f- number two was frogs um we'll just we'll just credit uh Alex Jones with that one they're turning the frogs gay uh lice was the third one Ooh. four was flies okay five was bug stuff. yeah well that's all they have in egypt basically i guess i mean that was all that was around during those times and they just kind of looked around it's like frogs <laughs> ah, the frogs will come out of the ocean <laughs> the ocean what uh five was disease on livestock so oh. I, six was unhealable boils jesus seven was hail eight was the locust Nine was darkness, and then ten was the death of firstborn. So, okay. I mean, we're kind of like it's. This is like some updated version of the of the plague. I, I'm 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 calling it right now. We're this yeah. is the end of days. I mean, there was stuff like I said, like in like other countries, there were locusts and like you know mosquito out, Ebola outbreaks and all that kind of stuff. So, God, what is like what's going on, man? When is life going to go back to normal? <laughs> Like I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm trying I, to keep, I'm trying to keep updated as much as I can. But like that, and this is the thing that sucks about like today, is uh-huh. that there's so many people talking about about this specifically, like the COVID uh, pandemic, and so many people spewing their opinions out there that it's very hard to find actual truth. Yeah, it's, and, it's hard. There's too much information. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, like I, I think, you know, like my best like my opinions kind of on this it's like i kind of want to defer to the people that have been studying this their entire lives and not just the people that are just like on youtube made a video and it's like oh they're all lying to you for money like now I'm about covid you know? um, yeah like, i don't know like my, my whole thing is kind of like it's like you know all these people that are like oh follow the money like they're they're getting all this money for the hotel for the hospitals and for the tests and stuff. And it's like, well, you know, like you look at it the other way, follow the money. You have all these CEOs and you have all these rich people that like depend on the stock market and depend on their workers to go back to work, to get work. They're the ones pushing everybody out to go back to work in this pandemic. Yeah. Well, the money, right. It is, it behooves them to have everybody return quicker than, than we should, in my opinion. And I mean, like you see these doctors, like you see like, you know, the White House doctors that are like getting death threats and like trying to, you know, people are trying to get them fired. It's like, well, you know, like they're over here telling you, like, be cautious, be safe. You know, like they're they're risking their their professions, you know, like they're risking their their potential their reputation. Well, they're yeah, their, their potential like health and safety, you know, to be like, hey, slow down. Maybe this isn't the greatest idea, you know. Yeah, I it's it's a little like uh, i don't know worrying i guess that like because i just saw i just saw yesterday uh that they're going to be moving towards reopening the city of chicago in the beginning of june and i'm like are we really ready for that like like i've seen i mean i granted like wherever i go like when i go to the grocery store or like anywhere everyone's masked up everyone's practicing social distancing like correctly like everyone's doing what they're what we were told to do like yeah. like maybe like maybe things are getting better and we don't we're just not seeing it i don't know like it doesn't seem like anything's changed yeah i mean like the 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 problem is um 
we we don't know, you know, when or honestly, even if, depending on how quickly this thing can mutate. Like, we don't know if there will ever be a vaccine or when it will be available. Um, the whole point of social distancing is to kind of, like, spread out the cases so that, A, like, it doesn't hit as hard um, all at once. Like, the, the whole thing is, like, as long as we can kind of keep the hospital, like, med- you know, medical system, like, not overwhelmed and overworked, then kind of be safe otherwise. Like, if we can open up and it doesn't overwhelm the system too much, then, I mean, that's what has to happen at some point. Um, I don't have all the information and facts and figures and numbers in front of me to know when that will be. And I don't think that even the people that have those information, those facts and figures in front of them, I don't think they know when it will be. Um, but, I mean, the, I, I, I kind of like that they're kind of like playing it slow and, you know, like at least trying to kind of at least uh, slow everything down a little bit, you know, and if and when the second wave hits, like hopefully it'll be ready and it will, it won't spike to the point to where we can't handle it, you know? Yeah. We'll see. You know, I, I know that I'm definitely not the first person to like have this kind of opinion, but I mean, like it's, I don't know. And not a, no one has the answer right now. And I mean, that's the only way that I can do, I can think of is to trust the people that have been studying this their entire lives and, you know, maybe take their opinion into account. And, and yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing too, is that like, I see so many people that are just like, the government lies to us. Like, why should we listen to them? This is, they're encroaching on our freedoms. I need my gun and, and my, you know, whatever. Like, it's just like, uh, that was kind of a little stereotypical, but, but you know yeah, what I mean? Like, there's, there's so many people that are just like, oh, this is, this is bullshit. Like, I, I don't know anybody who got sick. I don't, like, why do I have to stay inside? Like, I, the, it's, it's so annoying because, like, like, we have like no other choice really, but to just kind of like put our faith in, in these fucking doctors and shit and just be like, all right, I guess like just do it then. Like I'll, I'll fucking stay inside. If you, if you're going to like fix this, please fix this. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that like wearing a mask or not wearing a mask because you think you look dumb or you think it's like submission or whatever is really, really stupid. Very. Um, this, like, I, I, this probably isn't, like, the place to do it. Like, I'm not going to, like, call out and name names, you know. But, I mean, there are some people that um, I, I've kind of lost a little bit of respect for. Um, people that we know? Yeah, well, I, I don't want to turn this into an entire, like, coronavirus podcast. So, like, maybe move on, like, in a little <laughs> bit. But all I'm going to say um, is that if somebody is out there who has spent the last four or five years screaming to anyone that will listen that the, uh, the earth is flat and that the 5g towers are spreading cancer and all this other stuff. If they're the ones telling you all this and calling you sheep, uh, which is like the most unoriginal, you know, like, um, term to use for that kind of thing. Maybe just look for a second opinion before you base all of your thoughts on what they say. That's all I'm going to say. Sounds like sound advice to yeah. me. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, I definitely don't want to turn this into a whole Corona cast. I know, like the it's not, not the, not the yeah. last couple ones, but uh, the least. I mean, it's it's hard not to talk about it because it's such a it's it's affecting everyone, like oh, no, everyone and everything. And one of the main things that it's affecting that it, that it also affects both of us is is professional wrestling, and you know, like you know. 
who we don't know when when we're going to be able to do shows again. I, I people keep asking me like, "Hey, what's your plan like for yeah. freelance?" and I'm like, "Bro, like I as of this moment, like my plan is to not even think about running another show at least until next year mm-hmm. or or sooner if like if something changes, like you said, like if they come out with a vaccine or anything, but even then it's like it's hard to like guarantee to to your crowd that like it's going to be safe for them, you know, because yeah. you can't. You just can't guarantee that safety. Yeah, and I mean, like, I'm not, like, I, I felt kind of bad asking you that, like, when I texted you, because I figured you were, like, already, like, inundated with that. Um, but I mean, like, if there's a way to kind of ease into it or, like, to do kind of, like, the, I, I saw you just posted the uh, link for, like, the the Beyond-style uh, freelance, like, the humble beginnings with the no crowd and everything. Like, <laughs> yeah. we can transition to that at some point for a little while. Um, you know, anyone that hasn't had symptoms in a couple of weeks, I mean, that's all up to you. Like, there's just kind of like ideas, like, yeah, just to kind of like stay relevant and kind of keep everybody like in ring shape ish, you know, like th- I-, I think that would be kind of cool to do. I'm obviously down to do that. I need to get back into the ring, um, at some point. Yeah. Um, so, but like, are you, um, were you obviously, like you said, you weren't going to run any shows or you're thinking about not running shows for a while. Are you planning on getting into the ring anywhere else within that time frame or probably just kind of taking a break from everything? I just I think it's safe. I, th- I don't think anybody should be running shows right now. Like realistically, yeah. like I mean, like not to, I'm not throwing shade at, at you know, any company oh, no, 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 running, but like like they have they have the means to mm-hmm. do like proper testing and taking those proper precautions to make sure that the talent is safe and that everyone else around is safe and i think that's fine like if you can guarantee that you're you're testing people and you're sa- and that's it's it's safe for everybody involved then like i don't see why there's any problem with it but like on an independent level like i probably can't afford to have like a doctor here testing everybody but um but no like the idea like you like you said about having like um you know empty arena stuff like we have the the school here at, at pro wrestling tees that's like you know it's a nice facility it's clean um, right. if, if in a, a couple months down the line, like if, if people are like more comfortable with gathering, you know, not, not like a huge group, but like maybe like we get like 10 to 20 wrestlers, uh, you know, and do, do a small show here with no fans, like that may be a possibility, but you know, like having a live audience anytime soon is, is definitely going to be risky. Uh, but maybe, maybe not, you know, <clears throat> I, I saw something about like, uh Italy or Spain or somebody had like they had gotten some sort of vaccine and they were going to start doing human trials soon mm. um but I also haven't seen anything since I saw that so it was yeah, one I of mean, those there's, there's been a couple of people claiming that you know this can help or this can't but I mean it's still you know it, it, conservatively speaking we're at least like 8 to 10 months out from anything even remotely concrete yeah, um, no, definitely. So, I mean, like, that's mm-hmm. definitely something mm-hmm. to just kind of, like, wait and see, you know? But, uh, but yeah, like, let, uh, let's transition back into wrestling talk. Okay. <laughs> um, we So, we, like like you said before, and I said in my original post, like, I, you're you're my, the friend that I've had the lo- probably the longest in my life out of anybody. Okay. Um, and, like, I know we, we, we've known each other. Like, I, I know I, we've met each other at least since preschool, but like definitely like CCD mm-hmm. uh, catechism classes, like when we were growing up. Um, and then Is we didn't start with CCD. Uh, I, I have no idea. I don't know. Like, I don't know I, what I've used that. I've, I've used that term 
like with other people and they're like, what the hell is that? And I'll just say like, oh, like sa- Saturday school. I don't know. You know? Yeah. Saturday school, but on a Wednesday. <laughs> I had it on I, Saturdays. Did you? I don't remember because I remember going on like Wednesdays and then like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it was on Saturdays. I mean, I know it was, I mean, I, I went on Saturdays, but maybe, you know, you had other stuff. Damn, you had extra, extra school. <laughs> well, I mean, you were there too. <laughs> Sometimes. Um, what were you going with that? I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, but no, we like, so we've known each other for fucking ever. Uh, we grew up together, like in the r- roughly in the same town. I, I basically consider like Justice, Bridgeview, Hickory Hills, Burbank, kind of like all like the same town, basically. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's all... that's like Resurrection Cemetery, you know, it was all built around that. So, yeah. And then so like we in high school and stuff like we did backyard wrestling and, you know, fucking traveled around the country doing that. And and then we started training together. And mm-hmm. like, what are like, what are your some of your fondest memories of like, I guess, like coming up, like doing the backyard wrestling and then like maybe like <laughs> some of the early years uh in pro wrestling as well i mean like with us or just kind of in general i, just, I guess in, just in general like what's some what are some some fond memories that first come to mind when, when you think about it um well i mean like the the backyard wrestling i mean like we we drove so much for like no crowd like just to like wrestle with people we had never met before or like had barely known at all and like i i just i can't believe that that went as smoothly as it did, you know, all of the time, or most of the time, I should say. Um, the first time that I flew out to Seattle um, to go up to wrestle in Vancouver with all those, like, you know, the VCW, the Vancouver boys, yeah. um, that that first show was so much fun. Uh, I wish you could have made it up there at some point, but I mean, like, it was just a whole different thing. Like I'm just all like I'm all the way up in Vancouver, like just wrestling in this like abandoned like warehouse, you know, for a, with a bunch of guys that like I, I know like maybe like eight of like the fifty people there, you know. And then I got to go out and like I was the very first match on like the very first show for that weekend. And I mean like it just it, it was all uh, uphill, I guess. Is that the good term? Like it, it was all yeah. uphill from like it was all it, it was it was fun from you know curtain to curtain you know and then afterwards like the after parties were great um but i mean like with us like just kind of like we we've traveled you know like driving out to north dakota was always really fun like it was more fun than it should have been for a yeah it was (laughs) Uh, that was the first time i ever got drunk yes it was oh that was amazing that and and everybody uh, hated me That was so good. Like dr- drunk Matt Nix is one of my favorite uh, variations of you. Definitely better than straight edge emo Matt Nix. Well, you know, I, I remember uh, that like that first after party there where I was just like, I've never drank alcohol before. Let me just try everything. Yeah. And I was just like drinking every like little bit of everything and like not realizing that I probably shouldn't have been mixing as much as I was in my stomach. <laughs> and then waking up the next day and just be like, why does my head hurt so fucking bad? And you're like, oh, that's welcome to your first hangover. Yeah. Well, I was like uh, just watching you like uh, fucking headlock the dude and like like pull him over and like shoot the half on him. And then just, <laughs> and then just like fall asleep on the floor. <laughs> was Who's I wrestling? Uh, some dude. I don't know. I think it was one of the refs. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, it was it was really funny though. <laughs> 
That sounds about right. Yeah. God, I remember annoying Castro so much, though. I remember I was like, sh- like shaking him, be like, "Come on, Castro!" I didn't know if that was a verb or an adjective. Go, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Castro. That's a that's a backyard memory. God, Castro got so drunk that he was like, I'm a ghost. And he put like a bed sheet over him. And he's like, started kicking people Ooh. in the hotel. Yeah. Oh, yeah, kicking people. God. That's yeah. good, <laughs> good times. Yeah. It's weird. A lot of our great memories involve alcohol. <laughs> Somebody being drunk. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess so. Um, I guess that was kind of the nice thing about like people like you and uh you know focalin and all them is that not everybody had to like drink and like they're still super fun and everything so that was kind of cool like you know it's funny watching like steve and like zane be like entirely straight edge and just being like the wildest people out of everybody there god yeah you just like what is that guy on he's high on life <laughs> he's just happy to be here yeah god i just i just talked to i, I did a, an episode with steve like a couple weeks ago and it was it was real nice catching up with him. He's doing well. He's yeah. uh, not he's he's not dead, so that's good. Yeah, that's <laughs> so many good. times that he's come he's, close. Uh, he he he's been in the ring since, right? Yeah, he's had a couple matches, I think. But it was like, I think it was like a handful of matches, and then and then all this stuff happened, and now there's no wrestling. Right. Well, I mean, I guess now like he can recuperate, and you know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe lift a couple weights. God, <laughs> would uh, the so we started training at at CSW mm-hmm. Chicago Chicago style wrestling here in Chicago. Uh, what are some of your some? Tell me some some uh some of your fond memories of starting out there and then branching out, I guess, to to like other companies around that time. I mean, the the thing I liked about CSW is like minus one or two people. Everybody there was really cool to, like, people just starting out, you know? Yeah. Like, Boz is really welcoming. And, like, he'd, he'd give us shit because, like, you know, we we're 19, 18, 19 years old. And, like, we really weren't, like, working out as hard as maybe we should have. So he'd give us shit about, like, our size and everything. But, like, he he still, he, he trained us. Like, he kind of just, like, he taught us a lot of stuff that, like, you know, like, we couldn't have picked up on our own. You know, like, we he held, had us, like, fine-tune other things. Um, and not just him, like everybody there kind of like, kind of taught me to kind of like, you know, slow down with wrestling and kind of like pick your spots and like that, not go a hundred miles an hour, which like took a couple years for the, that lesson to finally sink in. But I mean, it's true. Like they were 100% right. You know, um, I, I posted that picture the other day on Facebook of like some of like the people we had started out with, you know, and then like uh, Samurai or Kalisto, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, like a lot of those people, like it's really cool watching them, you know, like like a, a bunch of them like went to the WWE or went to, you know, like Lucha Underground or, you know, anything like I think Scarlet's in the E now and like Aiden English was there for a while and. I think Kalisto's still there. I'm not. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, he's still there. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool to see like these people that like you know we came up with and that like we you know established like really good relationships with and you know they helped us like they helped us basically grow oh, sure. as as wrestlers as well and then and to just kind of see them get rewarded for all their hard work is pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, I I was just talking about the talking. I was just talking to Scarlett actually. Um. 
I don't even know what it was. It was like I, I think I texted her the day, the day of her that she was going to be debuting on on NXT, and I was just like, I was just like, oh, I was like, this is pretty cool, like whatever. And we we're just talking, and and then she was just like, yeah, she's like, I never thought I would get here, but here we are. And I'm like, hey, you're you're finally where you belong, because I remember <laughs> like when we when we first started talk like not talking, but like when she was at training and stuff like that, and she was that's all she would talk about is like, I just want to be, I want to get to WWE, I want to get to WWE. And, uh, you know, and she she worked really, really hard for that. And it and and I think ultimately took the long road to get there. But I think that helped her in the in the long run, for sure. Just kind yeah, of building no, her brand up out, elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, that's great. Like, I'm really happy for her. Um, yeah. I mean, even like uh, we saw Eva uh, Lise at that uh, AEW taping a couple months back. You know, like it was kind of cool. Like that, like she was my first ever match, and like she's still out there. Oh yeah, like, that's isn't funny. That crazy. It was like June, no, not June, um, May something at 2010. Like I just had like my 10 year uh, uh, wrestling anniversary a couple weeks ago. It's, it's insane to think that we've already been doing this for a full decade. It doesn't feel like it's been that long. Like it does and it doesn't. You know. Well, and I mean? it's funny because like we were we were yarding since like 2008, right? 2009. Yeah. You you before then, but like. No, uh, I was jumping on a trampoline. Oh no no no! That was like 2006 that I started because that was like freshman year of high school. Yeah yeah, over in Mike Mike Rodriguez's backyard yeah. on the trampoline. Yeah. But I remember when I power bombed you off the trampoline. <laughs> God, I have. I'm gonna like look for that because I have all those VHS tapes still somewhere. Yeah, that'll be a fun one to post. Uh, well, you can. Uh, well, what about like you and me from like the when we built the base in my backyard, where we like tore apart the base like for the fin- for the uh, for the finish. Oh yeah, that match That's... was actually really. I was watching that a little bit ago. Like it actually like, I mean it sucks compared to what we can do now, but I mean like it, it holds up fairly well for two kids wrestling in the backyard, you know? Shit. I don't know, man. I, I was I, I I if I remember correctly, most of the stuff that I could do in that video I probably could not do now. So oh, I, I know I exactly what you mean. I definitely <laughs> think I was probably better. Better athletically then, if that right. makes sense. But but like better now, like I guess like in presence psych- wise. Psychology wise right. and stuff, but yeah. You know, but Jeez, I haven't done a lion salt in like nine years. God, I uh, that'll be that. I think I'm, I might find that video and post that on up to somewhere. Maybe up on the Patreon if people want to subscribe. I got three Patreon subscribers. Three of them. That's great. I uh, uh, one of them's Chongo. <laughs> He's no, the best. How about that? Uh, I I don't know if you had seen a couple weeks ago they started that whole like wrestling Twitter after dark hashtag. Yeah. I, I that was fun for a little bit. <laughs> it, yeah, I'm not I'm I'm not going to dis- discourage people from from sharing that stuff. And that because like hey, I am I am 100% all for like body positivity, you know, being comfortable in your own skin, doing all that kind of stuff. Like you want to do it, do it. Yeah. I just some 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 of it I just don't want to see. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> and, you you take you take the the parts you don't like with the parts you do like, you know. Um, but I mean, I kind of like, I, I participated a little bit, but I kind of drew the line somewhere. And then like, based on like some of the reactions, like, oh, you know what? If I did an OnlyFans, I might make a little bit of money with this. <laughs> so that's kind of been something I've been keeping in my, uh, in my Hashtag back pocket. The dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Hashtag see for yourself. 
God, you'll have to compete with Castro on, on his OnlyFans that he's going to... We keep telling him that he should start an OnlyFans if it's just him slapping like cuts of meat. Because <laughs> I'm like, dude, I think people... Is that, would... is that what he calls it? Or... Well, I mean, like, literally slapping cuts of meat. Not a, not like a euphemism for, for oh. something. But he, he always posts, like, these clips. Like, he'll have, like, a just, like, a big hunk of, like, ground beef or something. And he'll just, like, be staring at, just dead face into the camera and just go... And just slap it. And then it cuts. And, and it's... Somehow, it's, like, one of the funniest things I've ever seen. If you had told me that... Castro had a Patreon or an OnlyFans or whatever, and that was what it was, which is what it sounds like you're about, like, kind of telling me now. I kind of, I can see it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think he should do it. He keeps talking like, oh, I'm, I want to do this. I'll be like, dude, just do it. Like, yeah, and, I, yeah. and I, I can't really talk. Like, I've got, like, at least eight or nine, like, shirt ideas that, like, I still haven't, like, commissioned or like done yet and it's like i kind of want to do them myself but like i don't i either don't have time or i don't have the tools and it's like i i definitely can't tell someone else to be like oh why have you been lazy like i i have so much catching up to do you'd think i'd be able to do it now with every you know the world <laughs> you know it is funny though uh with all this extra time that i have and mm -hmm. like not having to put my 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 brain capacity towards like running shows or anything like that uh i've kind of like fallen into playing video games a lot more now okay i know you're is, doing animal crossing was there anything else that you were working on so it to rewind a little bit uh my i guess my my renaissance period with uh, with video games uh started with uh when mortal kombat 11 came out because okay. i was like you know what like i pre-ordered it like the day they they announced it because we were watching the the video game awards or something at work and that was like when Ed Boon came out and he was just like saying something and then they just like dropped the trailer for the game and then he's just like, oh, that, that was weird. Anyway, and then he just, just ignored it completely and we were all like, what the fuck? It's crazy. And uh, so I like literally went and pre-ordered it like exactly at that moment and then just playing through that game was was so like fun and like the, 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 the story, this little story arc that they've had in these games like from like 9 through 11... Right. has been has been like super interesting uh like damn near it's like own like movie oh for sure and well, that's uh, the thing. like people don't like a lot of people don't know like mortal kombat has such like a deep backstory and like lore like attached to it like from the beginning yeah and then they kind of they rebooted it all after uh armageddon but i you know so it's kind of like it started from the beginning and then kind of took like its own path like it's it's amazing like how much thought has gone into like the story behind all of it? So yeah, I agree with that. Like Mortal Kombat is actually one of my favorite uh, series. Is actually, I'm yeah, I'm very excited for this uh, this uh, DLC that's going to be coming out soon. Because I was like, like, oh, I've been all them or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, that'll be sweet to like. Because I was thinking about it recently too, about wanting to play again, and I was like, oh, well, at least now I have no reason to because there's more story mode. Mm -hmm. But um, but at, so after that, then I like I started playing Red Dead Redemption Two, and let me tell you, it's probably my favorite game that I've ever played ever. <laughs> it's it's so fun. It just I don't know if you if you if you've picked it up at all yet at any point, but it's it's just like so immersive because of it being yeah. like this open world. Like and I and I, I was talking to Ian about it, and I was like, I think it just might be this like Western motif that I'm like really like kind of romanticized by. Yeah, but like. Yeah, I just spent hours just walking through the forest hunting or just fishing and stuff like that. And I beat the game 
uh like a while ago and just like recently i was just like kind of bored and i was like oh because like my honor level was like a little low so i got like a you get like a, a different ending for the game if your sure. honor level is high so i was like i think i'm gonna try playing through it again and just try to get a different ending for the game and at least playing it now playing playing it again now knowing how to play i'm just like <laughs> flying through this game oh it's yeah crazy. i get that it's I'm actually I'm kind of uh, the opposite with that. Like I, I played a little bit of Red Dead. Like I played a little little bit of uh, like Skyrim, a little bit of uh, Breath of the Wild, Zelda. Um, I I get overwhelmed by a lot of like these like open worlds. You know, it's, it's just it's on. too much. Like I I've always been one of those guys where it's like I I, I want to explore like every single nook and cranny of things. So when a whole entire like world gets thrown at me like that, it's just too much. There's so um, much to explore. Well, exactly. Like I, I'm like like playing like the old like the original Zelda games. Like I'm I'm the guy that'll go into like every single room and every single dungeon and like just make sure I get everything. And it's like you throw too much at me and I kind of just shut down. Um, a little I'm a little bit more of like a linear kind of gamer, you know? Yeah. Um, like uh, Banjo Kazooie is like my favorite game of all time. It's kind <laughs> of like. Yeah. You know, there's like one overworld and it's like, you know, like there's a world here, a world here, you know, like kind of thing. And then you go through like one by one, more or less. Um, that, it's kind of like what I, like my style. Um, I've been playing a lot of uh, I just got into war, like that Call of Duty Warzone, like that Fortnite uh, Call of Duty. Oh, game. Yeah. Stuff. How is that? I like it. I like it. It's I mean, I guess it's like Fortnite, but like it's a little more. um simplified i guess like fortnite you can kind of like build walls and like stairs and shit and like call of duty it's just kind of like you have either by yourself or like a three or four person squad and you just survive you know and you find weapons and cash on the ground and everything and you kind of like go to the last squad remaining i like that it's a little bit more i i I like that version of it a little bit more um yeah Uh, i was playing um uh, I, I was playing like uh, I, I have the Switch too, so I was playing some of like the old like NES classics. Like I went through yes. a bunch of it again. Um, I started uh, Link to the Past. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm like uh, Call of Duty Warzone, and then like Fort or Overwatch. I'm sorry, or For- Overwatch are like my two main games, and then I kind of like find other stuff to do like in between. Uh, I played a little bit of Animal Crossing. Like I log in like every couple days, you know, but it's kind of, it kind of started to wear off a little bit. Got to come to my island, bro. Yeah, yeah I haven't That's done any. Sweet. Of that. I haven't done any of that yet. I probably should. I've got a, I got a ring on my island now. I've got a nice big freelance uh, banner right next to it. I saw that. I found. Uh, I saw you had like you found like a wrestling ring. Like I found one of the like the wrestling figures. Like, <laughs> yeah. On gnomes, like I found one of those, but I haven't found a ring. God, my girlfriend Nicole, she has. There, I guess so. They have they have those figures. Mm-hmm. for like every color oh i only have a red one i believe yeah she has all the figures for all the different colors all the gears that that are that go along with that she's mm-hmm. got the ring she has like the wallpaper in her her house with like the crowd it's like animated and it looks like there's a crowd there mm-hmm. um oh it's wow. like it's, she go yeah she her island is like insane and she's like she's constantly just like grinding away at it and like mm-hmm. doing doing tasks, selling fruit and all this stuff and it's like it's wild. Like my my island's like pretty it's it's fine like it, it but I'm not like super like balls deep in it as everybody else is. Um I pick it I'll pick it up like, you know, maybe twice a week or some shit, but um 
but I like it. I, I think it's kind of fun. It's it's a nice it's a nice palate cleanser from like oh for sure playing like Red Dead or something like that. Um, I very also low stakes. <laughs> yeah yeah very low stakes. I also I also recently just uh, beat the that new Spider Man game that for PS4. Oh nice. That yeah that game was is really sweet too. I don't know if if you've played that yet, but not yet. I the last one I played was uh, Altered Dimensions for like the PS3, I believe. That one was really fun. I enjoyed that one. This uh, this Spider-Man game is kind of... Uh, see, I don't know. Like you say, you're not like big into open worlds. It's kind of like an open world, but it's like <laughs> you're basically on like the island of Manhattan, and you have like the entire area of that uh, of Manhattan to like play through. So it's like it's a really big map, but it's not like it's not as big as like the Red Dead map. But there's so much sure. there's so much to do, and uh, like I so I beat the game. And like now, I'm just in the process of trying to get the platinum for it because I'm like, like <laughs> Ian told me he's like, oh, this is like the easiest game to get the platinum for. And I was like, all right, well, maybe I'll try to do that then. And uh, it's like it's so much fun to just like dick around and do all the little side missions that I was like, yeah, this this should be doable. But uh, but now I'm like, uh, like I said, I'm waiting for the new that Mortal Kombat thing to happen. Uh, how about this fucking announcement of Tony Hawk? They're them relaunching, oh. rebranding, or remaking Tony Hawk One and Two. Like I was just like, whoa, because we were talking about it at work. Like, just like, oh man, it'd be so sick if they remade those. Like, and then just a couple weeks later, it just they it happened, and I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah, I'm, I, I think that I'll probably pick that up at some point. Probably, may, maybe not right away. I don't know if I can justify spending like sixty bucks on it. Depending on what you know, what what new features are on there, you know, like I yeah. do, I played. Um, I beat Tony Hawk's Underground one and two. Mm-hmm. And I played a little bit of American Wasteland, and then that was the last one. I, I might have picked up Project Eight for a little bit, but I didn't get super far in it. But I mean, like, yeah, like I, I love the Tony Hawk games. You know, um, one was—I mean, one was like my favorite. I played that all the time on the sixty-four. Yeah, it's a classic. And, yeah, like I, I borrowed that from my friend for like you know months at a time. You know, and then finally, like, he wanted it back, so I had to go pick it up myself. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. I wish, are... they, I wish they, I wish they, well, I, I should say, I hope if this if this remake for 1 and 2 goes well, that they end up remaking the rest of them, because I really, really, really want to play uh, Underground 1 and 2 and American Wasteland again, because those games, those are, uh, as yeah, like a kid, I'm sure they'll re-release them. I'm sure they'll re-release them, or maybe even do, like, a new one. Yeah, um, maybe. I kind of I, I like the story of like Underground Two. I think Two is the one with like Tony Hawk versus like Bam Margera, and you kind of like pick a team. It, yeah, well, you it it kind of it forced you to pick a side, and then like you yeah. switched like you know back and forth kind of depending on how the story went. But I mean, like that was kind of cool, and like if they could branch out and do a little bit more, um, I would enjoy that. You know, I don't know if I don't know how they, if they'd still do that with like just the two of them, but yeah, maybe hopefully. If they can, uh, if Bam can get his life together a little bit more, <laughs> I mean, he like, I feel, I feel for him, man. He's got like a lot of, a lot of things going on and yeah. a lot of, a lot of issues. And, and I hope, I hope he can figure him out because like, yeah, yeah. you know, he was like a big part of like our childhood, you know, growing well, up. Like, that's what know. I was going to say. Like, I, I never, I never learned how to skateboard, unfortunately, but like, I always loved, you know, like just, you know, Tony Hawk games. I watched all of Viva La Bam, you know, on MTV and everything. Yes. 
uh, a little bit of like he he did uh, I think a season of like him like getting married you know or whatever and like I saw yeah. bits of that is like unholy unholy tr- tr- uh, no not Trinity uh, maybe tr- see I thought it was Trinity too but that doesn't make sense but uh, whatever unholy right? matrimony maybe that's yeah okay maybe I, I, I saw a little bit of that you know um, yeah no for sure yeah that. That would be sweet if they if they remade those games. I'm trying to think of like what else I've been playing lately. Um, I you know I did buy, I did recently buy uh, the original Doom one and two <laughs> on the PS uh, PlayStation okay. Store for like three dollars each. I haven't touched them yet, but I'm like uh, I should probably I should probably like do some re- uh, learning my video game history here and and play Doom since everybody I know talks about Doom all the time and yeah I mean it's you're going to get differing uh, like you know opinions on it i i don't feel the originals hold up you know but i mean like just you know from 20 years you know like of course it's not going to yeah um might be more my speed though <laughs> could be oh well i mean that's what i mean like the whole like you know like golden eye was like the the game back in the day and i mean like like playing it now like it's it's awful you know but like it was the game back in the yeah. day yeah not all of them, you know, not all those 64 games can hold up, you know, and then Doom is even older than that. God, yeah, I wish they would like if they if they did like a re-release. I know they did. They, they did a re-release for GoldenEye for the sw- not the Switch, the the Wii, right? I never played that, but I didn't hear anything like good or bad about I, it. I, I played like five minutes through it. It's it's OK, you know. It'd be sweet I if think, they did it for Switch. I think Switch. like releasing some of them now on like the better systems, I think like it probably has a better chance for it. But I mean like the Wii just wasn't equipped to like do certain games as well as other systems, you know. Yeah. And I think the Switch might be a little bit better for that for some of those things. That's unfortunate. Yeah. But, um, but let's we got some questions here from people. Uh, if you want to start, if you want to field some of these questions. Yeah. Got a few, got a few. Uh, our good friends over the Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast, uh, they ask, we want to hear all about your feud with Corbin. Okay. Um, so let's talk about that. So I think it's, so it started out with, uh, so Corbin and and the Take It Home Wreckers, mm-hmm. they were they were the, the, the trio, and then Mikey got hurt. So they needed a, they needed a, a backup man, and and you kind of came up and you you filled those those shoes uh, for Mikey, mm-hmm. and uh, and and I think it, it it came about initially as like a way of like we we were talking about like wanting to to do something like you you right. you were like I feel like I feel, you're like I feel like I'm spinning wheels I'm not really like doing anything and I'm like okay like I'm trying to figure out like a, a like a storyline or something. And that kind of like was a nice little like okay, let's let's see how you fit in with these guys and see if like you can, you know, bounce you know bounce your your um, what's the word I'm looking for your your personality off of theirs and kind of see how it meshes and and it ended up working like really well like the three of you like you Bucky and Corbin like meshed really well together as a, as like a trio. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's that's kind of one of the things that I, I like. Like, I've wanted to work Corbin for a really long time. Um, one of the things I like about him is that, like, he's, yeah, I mean, he he's a very good, you know, bad guy, and like he's he's 
you can like his whole character like a lot of times like he's you know he's dangerous like he's someone you have to look out for in the ring but at the same time like he is kind of goofy and kind of you know comical when he wants to be but he's also kind of like a threat you know and i think there's a lot you can kind of do with that um i wanted to like i, I you kind of touched on it a little bit like i kind of feel like i was like the same thing from like the very first ever like inception of freelance where I was kind of like the same character and I wanted to like transition to doing something different. Um, and I feel like that this is kind of like a good way to kind of segue into that where I can kind of go out and I can like, you know, still be like my, you know, usual prick self, but I can go out and have fun with it and like bounce, you know, my, my gimmick off of other people's gimmicks. And then, um, and then have it make sense, like both in like the, the original pairing, um, and then also kind of like the, the break apart where they, they, they were ultimately like they, they had their own little close tight knit group. And then once they didn't need, you know, the third wheel, like they had their own, like their original, you know, third wheel, like they, they could put in there, you know, themselves. Um, and then they kind of like trash me there and I kind of like it because like, I, I wanted to kind of like turn for a while and that was like a very good natural way of doing it. Like I didn't want to just like go into one show being like, oh, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And then next show being like, oh, I love you all now, you know. So there's this is kind of like a little bit of like a a slow build, kind of like a transition kind of thing where it's like I'll, I, I come out like the next show and it's like, oh, like I don't necessarily like any of you, but like I'm pissed at you, you know. And like some people kind of glom onto that and you know, like, I kind of, like, open up a little bit more, like, to the audience, like, past that, you know, once, like, I get more people, like, kind of backing me, um, I, I like that kind of thing, like, I can, I can still kind of go out, and I can still kind of be, like, you know, arrogant and cocky, and, like, do the things that, like, I kind of did as a heel, but kind of more in, like, a, you know, like, yeah, I'm an asshole, but I'm, like, I'm your asshole now, in, like, like in an, endear an endearing way, exactly, it, it's kind of like how, um, the, the one of the easiest ways I can kind of see is like kind of like, you know, how Dolph Ziggler is kind of like the same character face or heel. Like he's always like a cocky little asshole, but depending on which part, you know, which, uh, you know, face or heel he is, he can, there's very certain little differences that you can kind of pick up on, you know, like he's not an entirely new person. Um, he kind of retains a little bit about his like core character, but you know, you can tell whether he's like playing to the crowd or whether he's antagonizing them, you know? absolutely it's not cocky it's confidence yeah right <laughs> um a little cory gravesism yeah and then uh so like it, like you said like the the inevitable breakup of the ticket home records where you got you got booted out uh and then it was like and it, then again it was it was fun to because <clears throat> we've we've done trio action outside of freelance uh <laughs> with me you and castro in the past um whether yeah. it be at, at Underground or at Galley or at uh, Fully Loaded in, in North Dakota. Uh, and, and the three of us, you know, we, we, have, we have good chemistry together as a team mm -hmm. since we've, you know, we've we're been friends forever. Um, so it was, fun to, it was fun to finally kind of have that, uh, that trio team at Freelance and then to actually have that feud, mini feud with, uh, with the Take It Home Wreckers uh, to have you finally get your your you know your big win over corbin i think was was awesome like it i think it it definitely I, in my mind i was like oh that that the crowd will definitely be into this but i think that they definitely overshot like my expectations because they were like 
for all the shit between you guys, like we were there, we were just like we were chess pieces in in this thing for you two. And mm-hmm. anything that you guys did interacting wise in that match, especially the finish, they were like all about. And I think that was like really cool to kind of see like that that full transition, I guess, for, as for you, like you were saying, like having people kind of glom onto your character. That was like the 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 moment then where they were just like, okay, we we like this guy. This is our guy now. And uh, and that was pretty sweet. Like, what do you like? What do you remember about like uh, working with Corbin specifically? Like, I remember you. Oh man, let's talk about talk about your the fucking the flu game basically. Oh boy, um, yeah. And then and then the 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 six man <clears throat> street fight that we had. Uh yeah, so I'll, I'll start with. I'll start with the the first bit, the flu, the flu game, like you said, um, that show, uh, like freelance runs on Fridays. So I believe it was Wednesday right before I, I started, like I, w- I was feeling really sick Tuesday night, woke up Wednesday. I couldn't even get out of bed. Uh, oh no, I w- Wednesday or Thursday. I forget what it was, but I, I texted you and I was like, Oh man, I am sick as fuck. Um, I, I, and you're like, Oh, <laughs> Oh shit. Well, you know, like we'll, we'll, you know, we'll figure something out, but if you can't do it for sure, like, let me know. Uh, Thursday, I felt even worse, you know, uh, Friday shows up. Like I'm still like pretty, like I hadn't gotten out of bed in two days. Um, I was still like super tired. I was burning up. And then like, if I tried to like wake up, like I, or if I tried to get out of bed, like I'd start just immediately sweating and freezing there. Um, but I was like, all right, well, I'll, I'll show up Friday. Um, I had taken my, I had taken my temperature, um, before it was like 101.4 or something like that. Like, Eesh. yeah, I, I wasn't going to go out there and put on a clinic. Uh, cause this was the day I was wrestling Darren Corbin one-on-one for this. And, um, like I got there and I was kind of just like, I was all like bundled up in my hoodie, kind of like sitting in the corner, like just trying to kind of keep warm. Cause I'm over here sweating and shaking and everything. And uh, I, I get to the venue and uh, Corbin shows up and he's also like, yeah, like just just letting you know, like I'm feeling kind of sick. And I was like, oh, you too. Huh? <laughs> uh, so like neither of us are like, you know, anywhere near 100 um, percent. What 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 like and when was this? This was like this was November. No, not November. No, it was like January, I think. Yeah, it might have been the Rona, man. Yeah, I, you know what? I've thought of <laughs> See, I, I've, because like I, uh, all my, you know, my, my gym friends have talked about this too. And one of them was like, oh, like maybe you'd gotten it before. And I was like, you know what? That's possible. Um, I didn't really have like respiratory, like breathing issues. It was just kind of like a fever kind of thing for the most part, you know? Yeah. And I mean, like, if I feel like if it, that was what it was, um, I feel like I would have infected more people, you know, like at least somebody would be showing symptoms afterwards. And as far as I know, that hasn't been the case. So definitely possible. But I mean, like, you know, results are inconclusive. Um, but I, ha- I actually have that thought has entered my mind a couple of times. <laughs> um, me and Corbin, like uh, Corbin and I like put this match together in the back, you know, where it's like we can both kind of like slow down at any point need be, you know, like where we might need to. Um, you know, did we, we did a little bit, we probably did, we did more than, you know, like we should have probably given the circumstances, but <laughs> we both made it through. Um, and then like, I, you know, I, I made it to like the top and Bucky and interfered and caused the DQ or whatever. And then you guys came out and we set up the feud. 
Um, like that that promo afterwards, where like my voice is all like scraggly and raspy and like basically non-existent. Like that was that was all real. Like that that took a lot of effort to kind of get through. And that was you know like the, we we did that promo like we did we took we did one take on that. So that was kind of like that. And I'm glad that, like, I got through it, like, as much as I did, because I didn't know, like, how many extra takes I would have had in me, you know, had the, the need arise, arose, you know? Yeah. Um, but we made, we made it through it. We made it through that. Um, and then uh, the next month, we did the three-on-three street fight. Um, that was, I mean, that, that was a lot of fun. Like, we, we seemed to do a lot of those, uh, you know... Uh, Two on three, three on three street fights and freelance. Like I, I've done like what I've done like four or five hardcore matches now. Like, I'm not <laughs> a hardcore wrestler, you know. Yeah, yeah. I fucking like I went one on one with Ego a couple years ago and a fans bring the presence match. <laughs> I forgot that even happened too. I did. That was the main event of the show. Yes, it was. It was the main event of the year. That was the fi- that was the December show. Is that that little Chihuahua, the one that bit me? Uh yeah, well I've got I've got my dog down here. He's thirteen and a little feeble, but he's chilling. Kind of, yeah, he's just chilling. Yeah, the the jerk chihuahuas upstairs, but mm. <laughs> just like biting me. I'm just like sitting on your staircase, and like the dog comes down, and I'm just like, all right, maybe if I don't move, the dog <clears throat> won't bother me. And well, then it my, just bites uh, me. My, my first dog bit you too. Did didn't she not? Shadow. Yeah. Maybe no, that was, that was Donnie. Much, well, I was gonna say I know I know she bit one of my other friends for some reason. I thought she got you too, but maybe maybe I forgot about that. <laughs> I got heat with all your dogs. Yeah, that's what it seems like, huh? <laughs> or they got heat with me. They could smell they could smell my Chihuahua now. But, but yeah, like I, it is funny that we have uh, an an absorbent absorbent amount of uh, hardcore matches at freelance. Yeah. But fuck it, they're fun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like you and I, we did a ladder match out in uh, Epic Fully Loaded a couple years back. Yeah, that was oh, a lot of fun too. I I don't think I've seen the footage for that, and that's that is actually kind of funny because I'm just looking at like the other questions that I got here, and our good friend Jared from yes. uh, from North Dakota, he he said it's not a question. He's like, but I just wanted to say that your guys' matches against uh, Guns and Beer still stand as some of the best tag team matches I've ever seen at a live show in any in any organization and that's uh that's so that's awesome to, for him to say and like i like i'm never one to be like oh man like i fucking love these matches or like you know i'm I, you know i'm I, it is what it is but like those matches like it's very hard to have like really good chemistry with 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 some of your opponents mm-hmm. um and like obviously like wrestling you i have i've had really good chemistry wrestling you same with castro uh but Guns and beer, like for some reason, we just clicked as as yeah. opponents, and we had like a, a handful of matches with them up in North Dakota, and like uh, I don't even know where that footage is gone, like if it's on YouTube or somewhere, but like I'd love to see it again. So Jared, if you're listening, drop me yeah, a line. Well, I'd love to see. Yeah, well, that's that's just it. Uh, like there's like fully loaded TV on YouTube, and they like they oh put yeah, just together like as one big video. Um, but I haven't seen like the raw footage from that at all. Um, so yeah, Jared, if you have any of that or if someone <laughs> does, um, I'd appreciate that. Um, but yeah, no, I feel the same way about guns and beer, um, and about like those matches in general. Like I know one of those matches, um, 
I, I think a lot of people like in the industry can kind of relate or just kind of people in general can kind of relate. But like I'll, I've watched some of those and like I'll see something that like, you know, like I feel like I might have misstepped somewhere and it's like, oh, that's fucking terrible, you know, and like I feel shitty about it. But then, you know, like that was one of those matches was, was voted like match of the year, you know, by like the really? fans. Thing. Yeah. Yes, it was. Shit. Um, I think the not the latter match, but the one before that. Um, it was voted like match of the year for like 2015 or 2016 or whatever. God damn. Yeah. And I mean, like I, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's what matters, you know? Like, I mean, I can sit there and like beat myself up on like any single little misstep, you know? And like, but like if other people enjoy it, like that's kind of what the, what that's all about, you know? So yeah. like, yeah, that, that means a lot that like those matches like made an impression on people, like especially, especially someone that's like, you know, worked in the industry, you know? Like yeah. That, yeah. Uh, Devin just says, why ask? Just come back to Anderson, Indiana. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know what? I, if there was any reason that I would ever go back to Anderson, Indiana, Anderson, Indiana, it would be to see Devin in all of them. Yeah. I was, I talked to Devin every once in a while, like we'll text here and there. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely, I miss all those guys. Yeah. And, and uh, I mean, that, it would be, that's that's just it too. Like, I mean, obviously like with everything else going on, like it's kind of hard to travel, but, and like even before that, you know, like everyone's got lives, everyone's working, I've got a kid, you know, like it, it, it's tough to like get back together and like, you know, like see everybody. And like, it really sucks. I haven't seen Devin or any of them in years. And like, I don't want that to be the case, you know? So maybe once like the, the smoke clears and what's left of this earth, you know, um, after all this, you know, comes back, uh, let's let's get it started, you know, like whether it be like, you know, whether it be doing like those like underground ish shows again or just to kind of like have hangouts and like invite people in or whatever. Like, yeah, like I, I'd love that, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I think like at least like a yearly like family reunion would be yeah, would sure. be fun. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it, and like it doesn't have to be like if it's. If we can't do it, obviously, Illinois would be the best, you know, and, like, we can help, like, help other people come in, like, if that may be the case. But, I mean, like, if maybe, you know, Philadelphia or Pittsburgh or maybe not Indiana, but, like, somewhere else, you know, like, and just have, like, a get-together, like, that, I, I'd be down for that, you know? Get a, yeah. get, a, get a couple days together, whether it's, you know, wrestling-related or not, you know, that'd be great. Yeah, you might be onto something there. Interesting. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to talk about this soon. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got. Some, I I think that actually be kind of cool, like doing some like unsanctioned wrestling. You know, if you don't want to put that under the freelance banner, just like no, have I don't know. No. We'll call it uh, Yard Lance. <laughs> well, we'll, uh, we'll work. We'll workshop. We'll, tonight, we'll but, work on the name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. Like I I. I I don't want to say I did like all, you know, like I did some of my best work in the yard, you know, like I feel, you know, like I don't, I, I had more fun. I had a lot of fun doing that. I don't want to say more fun. No, a hundred percent. That's like a big thing too with like, um, very unrestricted that, that camaraderie, you know, like I always yeah, talk about the camaraderie that we had and, and it's not that it's missing in, in, on the independence. It's just, it's, uh, a lot of people more, are, focused on themselves it's more business yarding it was just kind of like everyone gets together and they do their 
they do their thing and they kind of have fun and like everybody watches everybody else's match and like is you know involved in them you know i i, I like one of the things i like about like AEW is like they're doing like their um their empty arena but they're having like some of the workers like out in the stand or out in the crowd like yeah. reacting i like that it that, helps that, so that, much that, it, it takes me back that takes me back to like the yarding where like we'd have that and there'd just be like you know chants or like clapping or like the oh or whatever during like, yeah i yeah, know i i that was a lot of fun god i miss it um Connor PXL on Instagram, he says, uh, what would you say was your best ring attire that you've worn in your career? I mean, I'm, I'm a little limited with that. Uh, I started, I've got like, I had the purple tights to start off with. Um, I don't think I've ever used them. I don't, I, I feel, well, maybe I did at some point, but I have like a black singlet, uh, that I didn't like the yard that I, I never, I don't, I haven't really used very much in the pros, but like that, that was fun. I like fit you. I, I like more um, beefy now. Yeah. Oh yeah. I can, I can fill it out a little bit more. Um, especially like, I mean, I don't have it. I don't have the tan anymore now, but like when I was tanning, like now, like my skin do, isn't, doesn't contrast as much with like the, the black singlet. <laughs> um, Oh, like I, I like, I like the tights that I have now, like the blessed ones. Um, I think it oh, yeah. was like a very simplistic design that like, very much gets over the character that I'm doing. Um, I really like, and like, I, I, it looks a little trashy, so I don't really use them anymore, but I really liked the, uh, the Rick rude ones. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say those. Uh, Rick rude the, one, the one with like my face on like the legging with like the mustache and everything. <laughs> there was a freelance, um, there's a freelance Halloween battle Royale. Uh, like it was, it, it was the first year, I believe. It might have been the first year of freelance, or the second year. It was no, the second year, because year one, uh, the anniversary, the first anniversary was us in a street fight, come and go mm-hmm. versus you and Castro. Yeah. Um, but then for for year two, because like I joined up with uh, Beta, and the the night that I joined with Beta was that Halloween show where I I did the battle royale and I did like the whole Rick Rude gimmick and everything. Um, yeah, those, those were, I, I really like using those tights. I plus, I bust them out every once in a while. I, I think they're, um, they, they always seem to get a, get a reaction. Um, I got, uh, one, two, three, four. I got four questions here from my good pal Scrump, uh, one of the hosts of the PWT cast here at Pro Wrestling Tees. He asks, uh, what happened to Atlantis? Uh, there is no Atlantis. Next question. <laughs> uh, who wins in a fight, E.T. or Pikachu? I mean, I... <laughs> See, so I guess we... We, we never really brought this up, but, like, uh, one of the things about me is that, like, I've seen, like, 12 movies in my lifetime. <laughs> yes. A, a very and frustrating e. limited e. amount. is not one of them. <laughs> um, <laughs> Like, I know, like, he did, like, the, the thing with his finger where he, like, called home or some shit. Like, did he, like, did he have, like, fighting abilities? So, so the movie never really, uh, kind of, like, um, what's the word? Um, they don't really go into, like, I guess his, like... They don't show off his fighting they, abilities, I'd imagine. They don't show any kind of, like, physical abilities. Uh, they do, I, I will say this, he does have, like, some sort of telekinesis power, because uh, sure. there's a point in the movie where he's like 
levitating all these like uh, different fruits and stuff to kind of signify like the the solar system to kind of show where he's where he's from. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he does have telekinesis powers. Um, I don't. I mean, I guess like I mean, obviously Pikachu uh, is a, a electric conductor. So I don't. I mean, it could be it could be slightly evenly matched. I mean, like telekinesis powers like he could he could potentially create some sort of like uh telepathic shield in front of him to block him from any kind of electric tax um i don't know i don't know i mean at some point in time i know that uh pikachu took down a dragonite at like the orange league uh, orange islands tournament so i mean like he's he's got uh, a little bit of experience on his side he's got a little bit of power behind him um, but uh, is electric is electric type strong against uh, psychic type? It's it's neutral. Neutral. Ah, yeah. Well, it could be a, it could be an evenly fought match though between ET and Pikachu. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like if like like if, he, if ET like he has that psychic connection where he can like reach like light years and light years into space to like contact you know his like home planet mm. or whatever. Like I, he's he's got some he's got some strength there. You know, like I feel like if he can like you know, lift a building or, you know, whatever, and just kind of drop on them. That might be it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go E.T. I think E.T. is going to fuck him up. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, death battle rules. Uh, third question. Would you rather have no feet or no hand? Or, sorry. Would you rather... <laughs> would you rather have no feet or hands for feet? No feet at all? Or yeah. hands would- or hands like do you mean like no feet or no hands no he's saying would you rather just have no feet or would you rather have hands for feet i mean hands for feet i guess yeah i think that's pretty pretty solid i mean because even if it's like looks weird it's still like what's what i mean like i don't understand like other than like you know for aesthetic purposes i don't understand why that would be even be much of an issue like I, i i if that's like the no feet versus no hands um I think I'd rather have no. Yes. I'd rather have no. Ah, I don't know. No hands. I'd go no hands. But you're just like there's no function to feet, you know. Like at least with hands, you can kind of like train them to like, you know, like do like the the Donkey Kong sixty four, like the lanky like or lanky can't can't Kong like walk, you know. You can write. You can like do other stuff. You can you know, you can't really do anything with without hands but with feet you can just walk you know hands are more kind of functional but does that mean then like if i have no feet could i then have prosthetics instead um i guess that's not really uh brought up in the question but i'm gonna gonna go no feet i'll go no feet and uh i mean like I, i feel like it would be easy like even if you do like include prosthetics like it's easier to have a prosthetic like foot than a prosthetic hand, you know, that's more true. Until you get those like cyber, cyber hands, the ones that like connect to your thing and they just like you think about closing your fist and you can do it. Mm-hmm. The future is here. Uh, his last question is uh, Was it really Maggie Simpson who shot Mr. Burns? Oh, you know what? I actually saw this online somewhere, and like I, I did have I haven't seen the actual episode, or I don't believe I've seen the actual episode, so I couldn't like say a hundred percent. But I think there actually is like a later season episode where Homer like just kind of like offhandedly is like, "Oh yeah, I shot Mr. Burns." 
you know, because I, I, that was kind of like a mystery for a little bit because like the um, someone like really went in depth on this kind of thing. And um, there's like a there's video there's like photo images of that episode of like, you know, when Burns originally got shot where Homer was dressed up as Krusty and they look very similar. But there are like there are con- like differences that like are continuous like between the two of them, like Homer's got like a different nose and then the hair and like the eyebrows, I believe are a little bit different. And like those, those differences are there in the original episode. And then Homer's just kind of like, Oh yeah, I did it. So I, I I think that's been more or less confirmed, but that was like season like 22 and everyone, and no one's been watching since season nine. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it was Maggie though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But maybe, Maybe it was good old Homer. Hmm. Um, our last question is from uh, Papa underscore Wolf three three three, aka Coach Joe, uh, looking to <laughs> looking to stir the pot here. He says, "Who would win in a legit amateur wrestling match?" Now, I will say this: you have been working out for quite some time right now. Yeah. Uh, prior, even prior to this uh, quarantine, I have not. So I would definitely say, and you, you've, uh, we're we're like damn near almost the same weight. I would say, maybe. So what are you at now? You're like two hundred. Uh, yeah, yeah, but you're like a lot, a lot closer than we used to be. Mm. Where are you at? Like you're like yeah. one one fifty right now. I'm like one sixty five, one seventy. Hell yeah, getting <laughs> some, some beef. Yeah, what's well, the saying? Like uh, about a year, year and a half ago, um, I found like some of the biggest guys I could find at my gym and just started working out with them, you know, and I went from like 150 pounds, uh, to, and I'd lift like Monday through Friday, you know, at night, like at nights with them. And I got up to about 170 like that. And I mean, I kind of just like, you know, just like widened out, you know, broadened up. Um, I don't know. I mean, honestly, at that point, I think it kind of just comes down to, um, whoever gets lucky first, I guess. Like, I mean, I know like my cardio, I'm still working on that. I yeah, know whoever gets tired first. Yes. Yeah, so whoever gets like the first <laughs> takedown, you know, and then just kind of like lays on the other and rides them out for five minutes. God, just call the match already. Damn it, please. But I mean, like, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't, I, I know like your, your thing was like, you could like throw people, you know? And I was I very about much that anymore. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. It, that's what it was. Um, I, I was very much like a very all offense and like bad defense type of wrestler. (laughs) My entire thing was like getting the first like couple points and then kind of just like, you know, like trying to out muscle the person from there. Riding Um, some legs. If I I can get in and like get a shot in and like you can, you try to throw me and I kind of just like block it. I think that'd be it. But quite possibly. I don't know. Did you, you saw, I don't know if you saw my post the other day where I was just like, I'm gonna do like a, a a show. I think I might. I think I might actually yes. try to do this when 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 wrestling comes back to life. Uh, about doing this, uh, getting all these independent wrestlers that have uh, you know amateur wrestling backgrounds to just literally do like an amateur like show and like legit have like mats and everything. Joe's gonna be the official since he's a certified uh, <laughs> you know wrestling co- uh, wrestling uh, official now. Yeah. And uh, and just like I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be fun to because like I know I know I speak for myself. I'm, I'm sure like a lot of other guys are the same way. Like I miss like competing, like actually competing. Yeah, well, 
I totally get that. And uh, yeah, who knows? Twenty twenty one uh freelance uh amateurs oh no the name of the show i already have the name of the show it's gonna be called amateur night okay yeah that's fine. <laughs> uh, it was i want to say two or three summers ago where coach joe he was uh he was working up at like one of the uh recent high or one of the uh close high schools by you and he kind of did like a set like a friday night lights like wrestling under the stars tournament and they pulled out a bunch of mats and just kind of wrestled outside, and I partook. I partook in that. Wish I was there. I don't know why I wasn't. It was a lot of fun. Um, I went one and two that night, so I mean, like, it wasn't great. But I mean, like, yeah, like I, I totally, I, I, mi- I miss that. Like that would be that would have been a lot of fun to kind of like you know train up for that a little bit and prepare and everything and like do that more than once every couple of years. I, I'd agree. Oh well, yeah. Oh well, Dominic, it's uh, been it's been really nice being uh, being able to catch up, and I know we ha- we don't really see that each other that often, other than like show days to begin with, and you know we used to see each other like damn near every day yeah. before that. But no, uh, I mean, yeah, it's been. It, hopefully, minutes. we can catch up uh, catch up more, like, and actually like hang out sometime soon. I know it's it's getting nice how we go out and do some uh, Pokemon going. I don't know, I don't know if that's still a thing anymore, but. Yeah, I mean it's as, as much a thing as it was when we did it last time. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I, I think you said like it's like a week or two weeks before this gets posted. So by the time like this goes live, um, the world or at least Illinois will have opened up a little bit, at least uh, you know for the mo- for the time being. So yeah, like may- maybe we can go out and do that. Um, I know that starting the week after this, like the end of May, they're doing um, like they're opening up like like patio seating for bars and all that kind of stuff and parks yeah. and stuff. Um, so, yeah, like maybe we can kind of schedule something in, you know. Now, usually this time at the end, I kind of, you know, give you the floor to, you know, if anything you want to promote, anything you want to plug, anything at all. Uh, the floor is yours, my friend. Uh Sure. So, I mean, the only thing, like, I, I don't really check Facebook a whole lot, but I mean, like, you can find me there, you know, Don McSealoni, uh, Kenny Sutra is the fan page. Uh, Twitter is just at Kenny Sutra. Um, what else? I mean, the, I guess the other thing is, um, like, now that, like, I'm, I actually don't have anything else going on tonight, so I think I'm going to start sketching up some, um, like brainstorming some uh, shirt ideas and all that kind of stuff. So if any, anybody hears this and like, you know, has experience with like t-shirt designs or like other ideas or whatever else and thinks they can kind of help me out or like get commissioned, um, you know, hit me up on Twitter or Facebook messaging or whatever. And then I'll kind of like, I'll, I'll, I'll give you some of the stuff I have in mind. And if we can work something out, you know, like what's work, what's work something out, I uh, could probably use another uh, source of income, you know? So We'll set you up with a pro wrestling tea store. Yeah, yeah, and kind of get like the whole like the the other the other stuff that I had in mind going to. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't I don't want to you know because I have to like I still have to kind of like copyright those patents and all that, so I don't want to like say it out loud just in case. But, oh yeah, super hush hush for right now. But yeah, that's... so I but like if and when that happens, um, if you're following me on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, you you'll know about it by now. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all right, dude. I will uh, catch up with you soon. Thanks for sitting down and uh, letting me waste some of your time today. But Yeah, for sure. This was fun. I, I need more practice doing this. So. <laughs>